All right, here we are. This is uh, we're gonna. Are we calling this the best of the J and Dan podcast? Uh, that's I believe that's what we are calling. But it. I Whoa. think we're getting crap because we've only had ten episodes. We should probably just call it some clips from the J and Dan podcast. These are our favorite <laughs> moments from the J and Dan podcast not even thus far. I like it's that. It's our favorite. Yeah, they're not my yeah. favorite. Jay and Din, their favorite as well. Um, they're not here right now, so we decided to fill that void. We're going to yep. show you our favorite clips, moments, stories, anything that happened over the past 10 episodes, and we're going to introduce you to those, tell, uh, tell you the backstory, and then you'll get to see them again. So. This is Mike, by the way. Uh, every <laughs> the ladies in Canada are very familiar with you at this point. <laughs> hey, Canada. Uh, I'm Pat. Not relevant. But as everybody knows, Engineer Jim. How you doing, the everybody? Unforeseen star of the Jane Dan podcast <laughs> in America. I, I say the breakout star of the Jane Dan podcast. Absolutely, there is. I don't know. Uh, it's it's just blown my mind. The response, it's great. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, how have the past it. like two months been since you've worked on the podcast? My Twitter's blowing up, man. It you weren't me... even on Twitter. No, no. I but, had to uh, tweet about seventy thousand times, legitimately <laughs> seventy thousand, before I got a thousand followers. You told like three stories. And you were at I'm 1,500. A, like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm uh, on my way to 1,700 now. It's pretty awesome. Dream big. And thank all of you for for following me. And uh, I will do my best to reply to every every one of you guys. And I think that really what we're sitting here or doing right now speaks perfectly to what Jim, you know, where Jim is right now. The very first show, we were in the closet, which is actually the other side of the room. It's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's not a closet. It's a VO booth. Um, About the size of a closet, though, for yeah, sure. It felt like that. Yeah. Um, and then we just had high-quality equipment to start those first couple shows. So Jay and Dan's uh, headsets kept crapping out. Yep, yep. So Jim had to run from one room to the other. Um he tried not to get on camera. That didn't happen. That lasted yeah, about five I, seconds. And uh, <laughs> right. Jay was like, hey, who are you? How's yeah, it going? Yeah. And, uh, you've and the legend was born. <laughs> yes, exactly. So much so that we changed rooms. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny because um, when they asked me about Sam Kinison on that episode, I was talking back to them in their headphones, but uh, nobody else could hear what I was saying. I didn't realize they wanted to hear me on the actual podcast. That was but, actually uh, like one of my favorite moments so far because of every single person in the world that listened to that podcast and you were telling some hilarious stories. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only person in existence that heard anything that you said. Right, right. Outside yeah, of it's Jane crazy. Dan, so yeah, perfect. yeah. Um, but uh, we got, uh, there's a lot of those stories that uh, we can go over as the podcast continues there's, on. There's yeah. always the taint. Always <laughs> the taint from yeah. Jim. Uh, so yeah, so that, that first show, um, it was just very crude. We had our, our first show with Fox Sports Live that Jay and Dan um, were going to be on. They wanted a podcast leading up to that show, and I think we, we taped it on like a Thursday, and our first, our, our first show of Fox Sports Live was on a Saturday, so it was just a Monday, I think, that we put it all together, and we came here and, and said, you know, let's just record this. It's an it's a audio file. It goes out to iTunes, and we were thinking, you know, why not, why not just put a camera in, in there and make yeah. it even better? Uh, little did we know that was just biting off a lot more and, and making it a bigger thing, which um, that's why it's it's so so great now, right? It's great. Yeah, that's the word I'd use. Great. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's ge it's getting better. We're getting better every show. So anyway, so this is the first show. Um, uh, Pat can speak to this a little bit, but uh, he he pulled a a couple minutes of it and set it up for us. Pat, uh, I mean, this is just. Uh, 
off the top, it was just an introduction, basically them explaining uh, in quick terms that we didn't plan on doing a podcast. It kind of just happened. Um, but then as everybody that had listened to the first, uh, the early editions of Jay and Dan pod up at TSN knows, unsurprisingly, uh, it turned to how much they hate producer Tim. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel for producer Tim getting slammed on all those things, by the way. He deserves it. Oh, okay. He's kind of made a career out of it. (laughs) Anyways. Here we go. Tom, this is a shorter podcast. We'll start doing... Mike, can we start doing hour-long ones? Yeah. Mike says yes. Oh, it depends on our schedule. Right. We'll make it... Well, we'll let's get out of that... We're in a 3.30 meeting every day. Yeah, here's the other thing. Producer Tim, who, as some of you know, has come down to Los Angeles with us. I don't know what the hell we were thinking there. But anyway, producer Tim came with us. And so when we used to do the show in Canada, what, we would show up three hours before the show, we'd write the show, Tim would have it all lined up, and we'd do it. Here, like, there are so many meetings. Let's meet about the graphics. Let's meet about Dan's stomach. Let's meet about Dan's Expo's shirt. Let's meet about Jim and his cocaine problem with C.C. DeVille from Poison. So many meetings. And it's like, let's just do the show. Let's stop meeting. So they make us come in at 3.30, to meet for a show that starts at 8 o'clock. It's and unnecessary. He, and here's the thing. Tim could have gotten us out of that meeting. Yeah, One day, I had everyone in the elevator. We were coming up from uh, from another studio. And I said, Tim, come on. That 3.30 meeting, we don't need to be there. He could have said, you're right. He's like, no, you have to be there. Yeah, because he has I to know. be there. He wants us to suffer with him. What a dick. I hate him. You can say that, by the way. Oh, I can? Is that right? Yes. Yes, that's his middle name. Tim Dick Producer. <laughs> that's good. I thought you were going to say his last I am. I am going. Tell me if you're going to laugh at this tweet. I, once I find a Dick Sporting Goods store, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a picture of it and say, Hey, Tim, found your favorite store. Yeah. <laughs> Just Dick's. <laughs> no? Well, Man, good. I wish we had the silence is golden uh, thing right now. Will that not go over well? I think that would be I really keep good. laughing about it in my head. <laughs> well, then I think you should send it out to the world. Uh, so yeah, we're here in here in LA now. And Carissa, we, yeah, we mentioned. Chris, did we miss anyone? Well, Carissa, no, we should. And Gabe I, Gabe Kapler was filling in. Yeah. Former Tampa Bay Ray, former Reds. He played for Tigers. a lot of teams. Really nice guy. Yeah. He eats extremely well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in great shape. He was like a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that picture of him in the thong? We'll tweet it out. Um, what was that? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> There's all these great new sound effects on the show. Oh, it's going great so far. There it is. There's, There's Tim. Tim, Tim oh, makes an God. appearance. Really good. <laughs> that just shows you where we've come from, where we were that first show, and uh, some magic happened. That, Since then, I've been, awesome. I've been calling him Tim Dick Producer, because that's obviously his middle name. So, yeah. uh, We don't call him that, but Pat has a special relationship with producer Tim mm-hmm. um, and speaking of just being angry and and uh, dicks out there um, <laughs> really? for for episode two we decided to pull some of the angry tweets that Jay and Dan got was this after our first show uh, yes this first was, Fox, Fox this, Sports was live this was after the first week uh, the first few days uh, of Fox Sports Live and uh, obviously people have been pretty terrible because people are generally terrible on the internet uh, Jim have you had any bad feedback yet from people uh, just one guy said I looked like the principal from, uh, <laughs> I think it was Billy Madison. 
You know, it what? wasn't a bad thing. I don't see it. It said I looked like the young principal from Billy Madison. I think he meant it as a compliment, but I didn't take it that way. Yeah, but you had the curly wavy hair. You have way better hair. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. No, he said I was the young version, so I think he was trying to be nice, but uh, I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, and then um, actually what we did was there was a video we put together of, of Jane Dan reading angry tweets on the Fox Sports Live set, and uh, one of the guys they referenced was Skippy from Family Ties, and we actually got Skippy to come in and shoot another uh, video hit of him actually you know, coming clean. And this was before that, though. This was when the jury was still out on whether oh, who, or not yeah, who he was. was. Right. That's right. We didn't know if it was actually Skippy. Turns this out it was. This is the chronological so. order of that. So yeah, right. he's referring to that. And then um, the other thing we had were the the bras that men should wear. Right. Chain <laughs> Dan explained how women's bra sizes work because why would they not? We wouldn't know otherwise. Patrick so. has some other hateful tweets that we're going to talk about. On it was such a hit. Yeah. We're going to read some of the other ones here. Do you have some of those, Dan? Okay, yeah, here's one from uh, at Swartzy34. Sounds oh. like a great man. Ah, uh, Swartzy. Jay Onright and Dan O'Toole are awful, awful in caps with Fox Sports 1. And now I learn why they are Canadian, Canadian all in caps. They act like a bunch of annoying 10-year-olds. Oh, so he's saying all Canadians are annoying 10-year-olds. That's uh, just Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Jay, at Jason Clark 28C. Oh, I needed the C. Uh, this Fox Sports 1 sports show... Fox Sports Live sucks. Stop trying to be funny. Leave it to Fox to muck up. <laughs> Is 28C his his male breast size? <laughs> yes. That's more than a handful. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. 28C? C's are more than a handful. Well, C cups are big, but 28s, yeah. that's a small C, isn't it? But I don't understand how that works. No, 20, so that means the 20 no, is like that measures the, your torso. Yes, I'm but glad we're, s- we're learning about bras. But the then the C cups would be big. So that would, yeah, you're right. That would be a pretty big boob. <laughs> Way to go. Nice, nice boobs, Jason Clark, 28C. Hey, he's got, he's got big tits. <laughs> hey, if nothing else, Jason Clark, 28C, have got big tits. At Maxwell Schaefer. Fox Sports Live is terrible right now. I don't know what these guys are doing. Uh, that's I, again. That, that is one's perfect. Funny. That was funny. That is our ultimate goal. Oh, it's one of Oh, what did you do? I don't know. Something's. Oh, here maybe it's me. I'll stand. Sit up. At TNR Sports. Hey guys, I watched Fox Sports Live after the UFC fight Saturday, so it sounds positive. Okay, here. good, good. It was even more annoying than Sports Center. Oh. S- hashtag Sports, not SNL. Hashtag. Also not funny. <laughs> I like Watch that. it! <laughs> Watch it! I like the hashtag. So some of these people, I just don't... Do they ever get invited to parties? Like, are they just drips? Well, listen, not everybody's going to like us. I, I mean, know, but do you really want to spend that much energy to send a hateful tweet when it's some <laughs> child in the world is dying from hunger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my favorite uh, tweet, though... Still is the one from Skippy from Family Ties. Oh. Uh, who's now started some sort of Twitter war with one of our other followers. Oh. You want you want a follow-up to Skippy? Oh, let's hear it. Um, so this was a tweet I or an email I got like twenty minutes ago from my cousin. Uh the Toronto Star, I guess, had a piece on our feud with Skippy. The Toronto Star did? Yes, a newspaper in Canada. No wonder it's shutting down. So my cousin says, funny, the sister of one of, and he says his wife's name, I won't reveal, 
uh, friends lived down there with a dude in a band about five or six years ago. The band did not make it very far, unfortunately, he says. They lived in a guest house on a property in the outskirts of town, and your bud Skip lived in an old camper in the park behind them. Wow. <laughs> uh, small world, he says. The worst thing, um, first, we can't fully <laughs> confirm. I love how he says, your bud Skip. Yeah, our pal. <laughs> He's our pal now. No, and I genuinely feel bad for him because, first of all, he has 22 followers. <laughs> So right off the top, I felt bad about that. And Have then, we confirmed if it is him? Well, this is the other thing. We don't even know if, it, if it's really him or not. Oh. And then the other thing is he's not like he's not fighting back anymore. He's just sort of like crawling into the corner. So it's not a feud. It's just like we swatted him away like a fly. And now Skippy's back into his trailer in your buddy's backyard. <laughs> now, the hateful tweets, I wonder the people that sent them, if... If they maybe realize, maybe I should be more loving in my life. No, no, that's why they send hateful tweets. <laughs> but in a way, it's a it's a part of you know it's I guess it's a little cathartic because you can you can just say whatever you want. There's no consequence to it. But there's no need to be quite so hateful. You know what's funny though? When we left Canada, one of the funniest things that kept happening is we would get tweets from people who said something along the lines of this: "I hated you too." Jagoffs when you started, and then I warmed up to you over time. So I always think, you know, eventually maybe lots of these people will warm up to us. Jagoff or jagoffs? <laughs> well, I was trying to, you know, censor it myself a little bit. Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe they'll warm up to us. And if the these tweets continue, I'm going to get my uh, five year old daughter to read them, and then they'll see a five year old being brought to tears. Why are they saying this about you, Daddy? Well oh, and then and then that'll hit home with the haters. Man, that's that's Is that taking, going too far? That might be going a bit too far. Or I, I can get my uh, two year old to read them and she makes no sense. But then your five year old would officially be working for Fox and we'd have to get her a work visa or she'd be working illegally. <laughs> so yeah, that was actually that was a, a watermark moment because the next show we actually came into this room um, it was a big show for us. We had uh, Carissa Thompson, our first guest on the show. Um, obviously, she's on Fox Sports Live, but she was great um, telling her backstory a little bit of how you know different jobs she's had. And, and as you guys saw on that end of that last clip, uh, Dan talked about or J and how Jay mentioned fans eventually warmed up to, up to us in Canada. They didn't necessarily love them at first. Um, yeah, I don't think that's happening here yet. Uh, not really warming up. Uh, hopefully someday, but uh, oh, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah people. Thanks to this podcast, I think it will happen sooner. <laughs> You're gonna ruin their careers. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Carissa joined us, um, and one of the things that one of the first things she talked about is like, working on Best Damn Sports Show here at Fox and how uh, much fun she had while she was here. Uh, and one of the things that came up was Tom Arnold kissing a guy on the mouth while he was on Sports Nation. Um, it totally went over my head the first time. I'm actually friends with the guy, acquaintances with the guy that he kissed on the mouth. Euro, uh, who works, he's like the floor, the stage manager on Sports Nation. He's a producer on the show. He does a lot. But I went back and I searched and like I, I found tweets from like some of my best friends that work still work at ESPN, like Steve Brayban, Charlie Hume. They both said, "Oh my God, he literally just kissed Euro on the mouth. <laughs> this was unexpected, unplanned." So I mean, I know, what do you do when a guy kisses you on the mouth and uh, you don't see it coming? I don't have an answer for that yet. You would, I don't you, think I'm, that's ever happened to me. I but, might punch him. <laughs> but, but, it's, but it was Tom Arnold. You probably would have punched him because uh, yeah. we 
that developed. I think we, we've, we've uh, moved on and we come friends. I tried high-fiving the guy, and it was nearly impossible. That was a we tried a couple yeah, of times. That's right. was, well, don't, don't spoil it. That, that was the next show. But anyways, this is Carissa. Right. And uh, my favorite part of the show was uh, – our good friend Ted over here, uh, yeah. When Jay, Jay, you know, we bring props in to make this room look better and to just give it some kind <laughs> of so flavor. And so uh, Jay uh, had his way with Ted, uh, really uh, just deflowered. Okay. Anyhow, th- this is uh, the best part of episode three. I took a production assistant job there, and then they had a girl that was on air covering the Rockies at the time. They didn't renew her contract. I said, "Let me just do one stand-up. If you hate it, you never have to deal mm. with me again." So they let me do one, and then slowly, like, I ended up just starting to do more stuff for them. And then I came back in 2008 when Best Am, when everyone else so was fired for sexual harassment. <laughs> I was asked to be on the show. Yeah, so I live in Colorado for almost two Colorado? years. How Colorado? Amazing. I would have stayed there if I didn't get asked to come back for the old BDSSP. But then you came back here, and you had to work with Tom Arnold. Tom was gone at that point. Oh, he was So it was already. Chris Rose, myself, John yeah. Sally, Rodney Pete, Rob Dibble, and then... You know, there's different, you know, handful. Was Tweedin' gone? She was yeah, gone. she was gone. So then they just brought me, and I just did like little segments here or there. Did you enjoy that show? I did. I liked it a lot. It was an a amazing opportunity for me having only like two years of television experience to come back on a national show. That show's demise, though, was the fact that they never were on at the same time because they always got trumped by regional programming. So I, I was always like, thought that. But did Tom Arnold get fired from that show? I didn't process his paperwork. Did Maybe that Tom Arnold me. expose himself to you, Carissa? Um, I didn't have the pleasure. But I, the last <laughs> show I was on over at the other network, yeah. he came on and he started making out on television with our floor producer. A man? A man. Yes, it was amazing. This guy, Euro, who was started out as one of our producers and then he ended up just being our like floor was, director. Was it all. a bit or was no, he like... No, he just grabbed his face out of nowhere and started kissing started him. Kissing him. Hmm. Open mouth kiss? might have been a slip of the tongue i don't know we met tom the art the other day he yeah. just came in and we taped a, a bit with him very very energetic man uh, by the <laughs> very way very energetic william shatner is flaccid william shatner is now flaccid <laughs> for everything. Get that. this is our wall of canadian what the hell is behind here it's like a fake Nothing. wall no, it's, it's it's a sound jim can you explain right? it to him hi jim hi how are you good how are you very good good can you explain why we have this wall jim Look at uh, it's for uh, acoustical treatment Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sound. Damping. So we can't put tax in it. I, I say put whatever you want. Yeah. Wow. That's what she said. Well, let's talk about Ted in the corner. Uh, Ted Ted's rules. over here. What did you think of that movie? Have you have you follow or do you follow him on Twitter? No. What did you oh. think of the movie? Oh, I loved it. You have to. You See, ha- never I loved mind. it too. Dan yeah. didn't like it. Overrated. Well, I think I know why. Extremely overrated. What, he, he, he likes a reason, weird movies. You're going to like the movie a lot more. He also more. thinks Carl's Jr. is better than in and out Yeah, I finally had in and out I finally found an in and out with no lineup. I went, eh, whatever. Yeah, I know. You came in the other day and you look... That was when Ephraim accused you of looking like a 11-year-old yeah, like, who just woke up. Yeah, he said... What's pretty you, 11? Accurate. That's actually he pretty accurate. He was wearing accurate. a white Hanes t-shirt and you were just excited. It wasn't a Hanes t-shirt. Oh, it was, it was a white t-shirt, yeah. And uh, shorts and... You're so, Calif- so yeah. Californian oh, now. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a Hanes t-shirt. Oh, don't accuse me of wearing Hanes. Maybe well, Hanes wants to sponsor us. Hanes, uh, they're very comfortable t-shirts. I wasn't wearing a Hanes that day, though. Um, can we tell you about our Tom Arnold experience? Oh, please. It was uncomfortable. Is that a nice way to put it? This is very comfortable. you holding this teddy bear. Very comfortable with this bear. This is an HR violation. On my lap. So we wanted to do a quick little bit with Tom because... Uh, 
he's friends with our boss. And uh, who's your so, boss? Uh, Shanks. Shanksy. Oh, th- that's who you consider your boss. Is he, is he not? <laughs> no, I just who is there's a boss? lot of bosses. Around well, that's here. true. There's like ten bosses, but who would you consider your boss? I think I consider my direct boss to be Scott Ackerson. I think that's fair. And then there's the other, you know. Yeah. So Eric is higher up. Eric's just for people listening. I could. I would refer to Scott as my boss as well. I can oh, have you, more than but one. But you boss. like to go straight to the top. No. Yes. Yeah, that's I what get, you do, Tulsi. No. Yeah, you, no. you leap over the mm-hmm. underlings. No. So we did this thing. We were, Tom wanted to shoot something with us, and we were going to like walk by this door and say, oh, what the hell's in there, Tom? He goes, yeah, I live here. I've never left. And then that was it. <laughs> but great. it turned into uh, like a seven-minute bit. Oh, really? Are we referring to the Skippy bit, or are we back to no, Tom Arnold? No, no, the this Skippy one. This is Tom one. Arnold. Every day we and show up, there's someone new that wants to do a bit. Yeah, and, and we just show up, and this is the problem. Is that, is that, a, is that a hit? No. No, no we asked no. you to be on this podcast. You're the first person we've invited to be on one of our bits. What, with yeah. the, oh, Christian Lehner, you didn't really invite him. He just showed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just showed up out of nowhere. And by the that way. That speaks to your guys' popularity. People just want to show up. I don't think he had a clue who we no, were, he and I don't think he was happy <laughs> he about it. No. <laughs> no idea? I don't think he was happy about it at all. Actually, he was very nice. He was very nice. <laughs> he just invited us all to stay at his house. I know. He was extremely nice. We're going to go Well, he heard what you do in mattresses beside the well, other mattresses. Yeah, next to Tiger Woods' room. Oh. That Come lead on, in, it'll be fun. That lead-in <laughs> lead the other day was amazing. Which one was that? You know the one. The about- mattress? Talking about mattresses? Yes. Yes. Well, no one, most people watching this are probably then, Canadian, so they probably never Then you should share it with yeah, them. Yeah, why don't you tell them? I just mentioned how um, you should never think about the who's slept on your mattress in a hotel room and how many people have. And what they've done on you that You might mattress. want to throw up in your mouth. Well, yeah, you, you would know never you buy should... a used mattress, yet we all <laughs> sleep in... Yet no, we all Yet we all sleep on used mattresses No, you think about it, ho- even the nicest hotel room is disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. You should always clean the remote when you go into a hotel oh, yeah. room. Yeah, and never, always. like, jump on the bed. Don't jump right on the <laughs> Are bed. Are there some... Di- there must be divas <laughs> How who, about bed bugs? Oh. Divas who demand a brand new mattress every time they stay in a hotel. Stevie Nicks. Does she right? demand Doesn't that? Doesn't she like go into a hotel and everything has to be cleaned out? She has to get a, ho- a piano lifted up to the room. Jim knows. And Jim, then she... Jim, you, got Jim stories. you have a lot of stories on Stevie Nicks. I can tell. <laughs> uh, I have a few, yeah. Okay, oh, okay. tell <laughs> Stevie Nicks, uh, I don't know if those could go on the air. but I wow. think I've, I've just said a lot of inappropriate things that I'll be reprimanded for later. I think I know some stories no about way. Stevie Nicks in the Valley. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Stevie Nicks in the Valley? Mm-hmm. There's mountains in the valley. We saw. Turns out. Well, yeah. Jay and I saw Fleetwood Mac in Toronto, and here's Stevie oh, love- Nicks dancing. What year now. is this? This is like a year ago. This is her dancing. No, this is April. This is months ago. She just does this. She's wearing. She still got the platform boots. Was she wearing the big black dress? Oh yeah, Yeah. the flowing robe and the all the crazy stuff. And yeah, she was just wobbling on those platforms. Yeah. She's sober now, right? Yes, yes. She is. Okay. Somewhat. She yes. is. Good for her. It, it, does being on pills count as being sober? <laughs> Here's the thing. So people get sober and they say, good for her. How about not get addicted to anything? How can It's a hey, disease, Dad. Can it's we a get, disease. If you're not addicted to anything, can we get a, hey, good for you for not being addicted Jason to something? Jason Priestley said it was a disease on 90210, and you should know that. Why not, eh? By the way, uh-huh. Lindsey Buckingham, A, looks like 20 years old. And still plays unbelievable. Yeah, he, he must have great. those because th- it's all so older good. women at the concert. They must just swoon over him. Swo- yeah. Well, I love the fact that those two were married at one point. 
Yeah. Well, wasn't well, everyone in the band? Married? Were they actually married? No. I, I don't know. Everyone well, in the band kind of. Was, <laughs> I, I know they were like you know sleeping together and living together. They probably What's were the married. What's the song that she wrote about oh. him? And then she. What are you doing over he there? He was doing <laughs> bad things. So let's talk head. about how how much people miss you guys. No, no, no. We haven't finished your story. We got <laughs> sidetracked. We got sidetracked. So um. There's no what story about what my life. Yeah, but you ended on the, we. I I kind of jumped into the Colorado and then. Oh no, it's Dan not that exciting. That. So when I come back to LA, I work yeah. on Best Damn Sports Show. I was here for two years. They cancel the show, so then I went and worked for every other possible network. That's yeah, yeah. So that was that was Carissa. That was our first guest, and you know things just kind of for us have kind of snowballed from there. And from Carissa talking about Tom Arnold, Tom Arnold um, caught wind of it got to us via Twitter, uh, actually had uh, Jay and Dan, he said that uh, they were dead to him. Dead. Um, yeah. And as a result of that, we got we got Tom in here the next week as our guest. Um, and actually, Brian Erlacher was our guest as well. And um, a little backstory there, we were going to have Brian come in and like physically remove Tom from the chair because we know that Tom's a good talker, and it would be hard for us to get rid of him. <laughs> and who better to take somebody out of a room than Brian Erlacher? Yeah. Um, so then... Uh, so then Brian came in and just things naturally progressed to where Tom didn't need to leave and and Brian stayed and we didn't have a, a yeah. mic for him and and he was great the f- the four of them together it was it was hilarious it was it was probably our best grouping of people I yeah, think at one time Yeah it was great they were great yeah Um yeah so then so Tom came in uh we actually had shot a skit that we were going to use for the show but it was like 12 minutes long and not exactly we we had showed it to some other producers and uh, executives in the building and they didn't really like it. He took some shots at you. Yeah, he both did. of you. Actually. Yeah, he took shots at both guess, of us, Mike. I, I was yeah. deserved it, but man, he didn't <laughs> like either of you. I knew that day I was going to be. He said actually to. Uh, I think the quote was like, uh, "You should wear a helmet." For so uh, you know, I knew I, I was going to take some hits. In my case, I think he was just jealous of the locks. I don't. You think know what I mean? He's that. looking at my hair and. Look at that receding hairline that he has here. It's pretty obvious he was trying to take some shots at me. And, Tom, that's cool, man. (laughs) I'm okay with all of it. I can handle myself. I can take care of myself. Anytime you want to throw that stuff at me, it's just fine. Um, And it was a pleasure to hang with you that day, regardless of Uh, how many shots you wanted to take at me. Especially when he said it's like – what did he say? He said it was like putting – uh, hubcaps on a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think, and that's I what I'm saying. I think if you take a shot at Tom Arnold, he's going to take a shot back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Well, uh, God bless him. He's he's a really really great guy. He was a lot of fun. He was. He was a lot and, of fun. We'll yeah. set up. We'll set up the cage fight for the next Ultimate Fighter. Tom Arnold versus. <laughs> oh, I think Mike, he's in our foxhole now. You can be his coach. Sure. Just because they're friends doesn't mean they can't fight. Oh, oh yeah. That's fantastic. That would be awesome. I yeah. would watch that. Yeah. We might have to do that. Um, oh, no. <laughs> and he also has that talent where he can chug a Diet Coke in like four seconds. That was impressive. That is in here. We didn't see that and coming either. Clip, yeah. Dan knew about it, but. Totally. This starts off basically on the heels of the Chris thing. Basically calls her a liar. Here we go. 
Yeah, you need to tell off. I'm a huge oh. fans of you guys, and yeah. I watch the podcast. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and you know, by the way, when you pixelate something, it looks dirtier than, because <laughs> we know. Of course, that's his, what I was going for. He had yeah. his actual penis out if you pixelated it. <laughs> So anyway, um, big fan, and then I, I watched the discussion you had yep, with yep. Uh, Carissa, yep. and uh, there was a couple things that, that bugged me, okay. and uh, it's, it, I don't usually get bugged, but uh, one, she said I made out with a guy at ESPN unprovoked. Yeah, I just she say, did say that. She, I did kiss the guy, but it was part of a bit, and you asked her, was it part of a bit? The bit wasn't for me. It was a shock that I made out with him, but he, he was going around some, they'd been a, a world baseball Association thing game, and either the French or the Italians or the Spanish team kissed each other on the cheeks as they walked off the field. So this guy was, as we go to commercial, doing that with the people, and then he got to me. I go, "Why would you?" It's a stupid bit, you know. And Mike could have written it, and I go, "Oh, and, oh uh, Mike!" It would have been well directed. Yeah. I'll give yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah you Your job was edit. to make the jokes. Oh, yeah. oh here we yeah. scripted it. That was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's on. You're, you're going to be in a headlock in like two minutes. And, uh, <laughs> that was like that was step three, right? Stage yeah. a fight, a fake fight. This yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then what That's do I get? We were going to do that. Yeah, well, I think you still are. I think it's going to happen here. <laughs> What's going on? So, so uh, anyway, they were doing the kiss, and I grabbed this kid and just oh gave a full, you know. I love that. But it would have been, been okay. if, if I had done Carissa, it would have been inappropriate. But if you kiss a dude, it's totally fine. But you yeah. slip, yeah. slip him the tongue? There was some, it was a wet one. There was <laughs> oh, no wet wow. one. But wow, it's funny. Tom. I'm an actor. An yeah, actor. that's right. So I just, I wanted to explain that. I was I never get mad about it. So if you get mad about stuff. You know, as long as I've been doing this and there's something wrong, I love you guys. But then you were talking about the uh, the bit, and we yeah. came down and uh, we shot a bit. Uh, Eric Shanks, good friend of mine, uh, he's uh, one of the guys. He's uh, he's really the genius he, behind this network. Yeah, he's for the real. We should tell everyone. Eric Shanks is our boss. He's yeah. the president of the. And he's an network. avocado farmer. He yeah. is an avocado. Well, that's that's okay. He's <laughs> got a farmer. he's got a place, but <laughs> but he is also the man that. He's going to keep you guys on the air. And he's huge fans of you guys. And he's the funniest guy in this building and the smartest guy. And anyway, so but he's also a friend. And so I came down. We shot a little bit, which was way too long, which I know knew at the time. But Mike, as I was explaining, <laughs> there, I you know what editing is, right? <laughs> we edited it down. No, no, no. You did it. You can edit something down. Man, you are, you're in the highlight here's business. Here's what it is. You're in the damn sports highlight business. You could, here's what happens. I come in there. Jay and Dan or whichever one is which. I come in there. Big and, fans, by the way. And I, I, go, I go down there. And, and and they open the door in the back of the stage, and oh my God, Tom Arnold is still here. And I pitch him one idea, and then you you do one, you pixelate the next thing if you have to, we did. and then you come back and say like ten minutes later, and their their eyes are droopy and whatever. And it could have been like a fifteen second thing. We haven't even yeah. seen the video. Yet. It was yeah, we haven't it was even that, seen it. You know the principle if you. Get lemons, you make lemonade. It was like the reverse of that. We wow. had the lemonade. Wow. We were left with lemons. Are you going to put up with this, I, Tom? I, I, will, I will tell you this, kid. I, I should have brought my Golden Globe for producing it right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, young fella. I would If I go into editing right now, and trust me, I can do it because I'll call Shanks and I'll get it done. <laughs> I will edit that into something. It yes. may not be classic. <laughs> no, it may not be, be. But I even I wrote you a thing. Not even a six-second vine. I, don't, I think you got lazy and said, this is a too big of a project for me, oh. and I'm not going to do it. And that's one thing we can't stand here Quite the opposite. Forth. I spent days. Not just one that day. Not, several days. Not, you what else can I do? You haven't spent. You want to be, you, you know what, you be on, you want to be on camera so bad right now. Oh, here oh, it is. Daddy, here it is. That you've given up on the real work. <laughs> that's a goal. You're supposed to be taking care of these guys. Wait, Tom, can we watch Whoever the they are. Can, we, can you consume that whole thing in, like, seconds? Of course. <laughs> I, we, we were told that you could do that. We were all excited about that. 
that. Do you want me just to drink it real quick? Do you quick? mind? <laughs> this is so cool. Here we go. Look at that. What the hell? That's a carbonated beverage. That's incredible. Oh. That was incredible. I love that. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. That's why I got going. <laughs> Hey Mike, Mike, were you, ro- were you rolling on that? <laughs> yeah, Mike, oh, wait, roll that? that in there. Or is that rehearsal? Yeah, that could be no. Okay, that took too long. That's all we needed. You know what? Six seconds. That's why I need to. A, I, need be a vine. To, I need to be back here, not to be on camera, but to get these okay. guys in order. Because I'll tell you what, the guys that were in your position, they're they're like executive producer, fire pubes over there. At, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah that's our Mike other Hughes. boss, Michael Hughes, yeah, he's, he's the executive awesome. producer. And of I show. I worked with him. Believe me, I don't expect you to be perfect. Okay. It takes a while. It's like crawling. I'm a farmer. It's like crawling <laughs> small pigs. You know, so, you get them in the chute, and then you, you put a gun to the back of their ear, and they work well. Yeah, you don't have to be fancy about it. You just do a basic high five. I, I don't know what it was. Uh, there you go. Yeah, they were yeah. kind of, you know. Again. That one, too. There you tough, go. Tough for two white guys. <laughs> a reminder, I know as awesome as all of these have been for you, uh, go back to YouTube.com backslash Fox Sports Live. All of these are available. Subscribe to the Jay and Dan podcast on iTunes because if you don't, uh, well, Mike handles all the video stuff, and the YouTube uh, views have been great. Subscriptions are awesome. I'm going to get fired if we don't get more subscriptions on iTunes. Uh, His job depends on it, literally. Yeah, oh, man. I just, well, I'm done. <laughs> people hate me. Everybody in Canada, the nicest people Jim in the world. Jim should tell people to subscribe You should, because people will listen to you. But Canadians, historically the nicest people in the world, have yeah. turned to Twitter to basically tell me to kill myself they are repeatedly. The people in the world. I don't <laughs> well, how it. terrible of a person am I then? You're that not. They're like, well, apparently I come across as it. No, I think they're all amazing, all. and they're no, beautiful people, and they yeah, have they amazing candy, and I love poutine. They all can ice skate. <laughs> Such a talent. I'm a big hockey fan. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, uh, here we are, show five, um, and the, the important part of the, that show was it was Dan's birthday. So that was pretty cool. We were in here on his actual birthday. He didn't take a day off. Um, you know, we wanted to celebrate it here uh, as only we could. So uh, we decided to, you know, get him a cake. And to me, I love ice cream cake. Uh, had it at every birthday when I was a kid, and, and the best one to me is Fudgy the Whale. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Carvel specialty. So we went out and got him a Fudgy the Whale cake, and our guest that day was Kenny Florian. Um, He's a great guy, and then he decided to present uh, Dan with the cake. And um, not to be outdone, we also wanted to do some shots. So got him. uh, Actually, Jay got him some Sailor Jerry, which we only sniffed that one. Yeah, we we only sniffed the Sailor Jerry. Yes, that's all. That's all. That didn't sound right, did it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that sounded right. From the stories you told, <laughs> looking in the camera and saying, I sniffed Sailor Jerry is exactly something that I expect to hear from wrong you at this that. point. Um, and then we we did shots of tequila. So this is uh, the presentation of the cake, the shots of tequila, the awesome. the birthday party. Yeah. So <laughs> ice cream cake and tequila, it was the best birthday party any sorority girl has ever had. Perfect had. combo. Rocking shot glasses, by the way. Mike, oh. you, you outdid yourself with those shot glasses. We they still rocked. haven't washed them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, they're in a, right. they're my like desk drawer. And <laughs> nice. That drawer reeks. Uh, uh, anyhow, so yeah, that was the the cake and the shot glasses. Happy birthday, Dan! This commercial. Oh wait, it's Kenny Florian. Kenny Florian. Oh, Kenny wow. Florian is here. Wow. Happy birthday, man! Look at wow. that. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> it's Kenny a Carvel. It's a Carvel. It's Fudgy the Whale. Fudgy the Whale. Oh wow. Kenny Florian just brought Dan a birthday cake Thank into the studio. Friend. 
Thank you. This is very exciting. Hi, Kenny. How are you? Oh, nice to see you, man. Awesome. Have a Come seat. I, I move into this chair and you get the Okay, you sit here and then we've got a shot of tequila for you. Dan, you blow out the candles and we didn't even get to sing to you. I don't think we can sing. Yeah, we would have to pay a lot of money if we sang that. Who owns the rights to the birthday song? I don't know, but... Marilyn Monroe? One of our our coordinating producers, your own, they did it or something on the show that he worked on prior to this and there was like fallout from it or something. Really? That is weird. The Monroe estate was so, upset about it. Jay, I don't know if you're the same, but growing up in Canada, we'd always see the Carvel cakes on um, the Buffalo station because we didn't have them in Canada. So I'm like, I always wanted one of those Carvel cakes and finally there I got There it one. is. Toolsy. Very nice, Kenny. Good Dreams job. Dreams come true. <laughs> uh, shall we do a shot of tequila to Dan and Dan's birthday? Oh, boy. Here it is. Dan, huge tequila fan. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Loves Yikes. tequila. Thanks for joining us dangerous. today. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Happy to, uh, birthday. Nice to do the pod Cheers. with you, cats. Cheers. 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 Welcome Cheers. to Toolsy. Here we go. Oh. Yes. That's good oh. fake tequila. There it is. Good wow. Hope I didn't just uh, invalidate my slices sangria. Ooh. That's good stuff. That's going to get Yikes. the day started right. So, Kenny, thanks That's for how we coming do it on the at podcast. Fox. Uh, I'm excited to be here, man. We, I, I, got a, I got a shot here immediately. You got a <laughs> cake, a free cake. This is a good deal. Kenny, I understand that. Uh, oh, let's finish up that thing. Okay, so, Kenny, see if you recognize this actor who did a McDLT commercial back in the day. Ooh. Okay, see if you recognize this voice here. Okay. Technically, yeah. is jujitsu your best? I think so. Yeah? Yeah, I, I think that's how I got into the sport. I was going to Brazil competing in jujitsu and, and then I said, you know, I'm going to try what these guys are doing in the cage. I just want to do it once, and then just <laughs> twice, and then three times, and four times. And My best is zero. I, <laughs> I, I, would, I always battle this around my head. I don't know if I could last like a minute in an octagon, because I couldn't outrun anyone. Right. And then they just drop me. They just that's kick not my the legs goal up. of the octagon. It's just to <laughs> no, run around I, I, and I run. Some. I want a last minute. Could you, could you? Could you last a minute? Oh, probably not. I'd be dead. <laughs> you I would try better, to. You have a better chance of climbing. Outside. Well, because I, I do have the reach, so I would try to keep them away from me as yeah. long as I could. And then maybe I just go for the legs or something, Kenny. I try for a, <laughs> yeah. some sort of takedown. And then I and then maybe I just turtle. But then that's a problem. If you if you try to turtle, that's almost worse, right? Because then the guys behind you, you can submit you really quick. So I That's yeah. where the elbows well, come in, because you're I, known for your elbows, I, right? Yeah. I, I'm gonna give you guys the best advice that you can ever get. If you ever get put into a cage fight, okay, this, this is, is good. the best advice okay. you can <laughs> ever get. This is, comes new, up. this is news you can use. No <laughs> one ever said and I will never say this on UFC tonight, so this is a secret. Okay. Hopefully no one's listening. <laughs> Don't worry, they aren't. <laughs> that's right. Not a, no. not a problem, Kenny. You always get one shot to the groin. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a good point. Yeah, You that's can't true. get disqualified. So you kick the guy in the groin as hard as you can. You say you did it by mistake. Right in the nuts. And then maybe maybe you get it disqualified and you walk out of there. You know, yeah. get your hand off my penis. That's that. That's exactly. So you always that. get one shot to the groin and one eye gouge. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Is the, <laughs> what about the back rake, Kenny? You do the back rake. I, I, you know what's great? I always wondered why guys didn't go out and kind of put the first hand out there and then yeah. the second hand yeah, out there. Yeah, that's right. Mercy. You know what I mean? And, that would be right. so great. The old Ric Flair move. Or if he's in a submission and you kind of look for the crowd to kind of get you back out of it. Just to, did, you so grow, did you grow up watching wrestling like yeah, WWF? Oh, the old cage matches. Oh, the best. The best. The best. 
Love those. Who was your favorite? Jimmy Superfly. When he got on the top ropes. Unbelievable. Oh he was great. Unbelievable. I think Jimmy he's still Superfly. wrestling, isn't he? He might be. Yeah. He might be. He also might be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. Jimmy's okay. Yes. Actually, we had a great, uh, oh, no, on HBO Real Sports, uh, Diamond Dallas Page is doing yoga now. I saw him. I was on that? a plane with him not too long ago. Really? I was at, I was coming back from Mexico, and Diamond Dallas Page is is on there, and I was I wanted to go up to him and, and tell him, you know, that's cool what you're doing. Yeah, like, it's a completely different thing. I never would imagine. But well, and all he's, about health and yoga. Yeah, it's cool. and, and he's got uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, who's in real bad shape, yeah. as we know. And Razor Ramon, who's maybe in worse shape, oh, he has got them off the booze and off the drugs, and they're living with him and doing so yoga. Cool. He's good. He's good. Snook is okay? <laughs> He's 70 now. Oh, wow. wow. That's pretty good, actually. For Bo- a he was uh, born in Fiji, but now lives in Clifton, New Jersey. Well, wow. if you're going to live a long life, you want to do it in Clifton. <laughs> wow. Look at him. He was Look, an unbelievable He shape. was jacked. Yeah. George the Animal was. Steel, remember him? Yeah. Eating turnbuckles. Just, uh, he, yeah. Was, he was crazy. That big hairy back. Yes. And, and they've, they've dipped now while the UFC's gained a lot, right? Yeah. Well, we had, that guy, we had Brock Lesnar over yeah, for a little while. Right. So he was uh, wrestling what for the WWE. What a came over. he yeah, was. He know? was, man. And talk about a guy who knew how to promote himself as well. He was a huge draw. Him and George St. Pierre still, you know, the biggest uh, pay-per-view draws in, in UFC history. So Yeah, and, and Brock, like, really was legit, you know, unlike Kimbo. I mean, Yeah, and know. a scary dude, man. That guy was a giant of yeah, a man. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. He was huge. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in this show is when Troy Aikman actually gave us the wings. That was, that was uh, great. Yeah. They were sitting there the whole show, and Jane Dan couldn't get enough of them. What a nice guy. There's some what? spicy wings, too. You, Yeah, yeah. You went on them and went to town on them, and, man, they were nuclear. They were fiery. You yeah. can, it actually, when you look, when you watch the video, it looks like there's a nuclear explosion. Uh, we had lighting <laughs> issues this week, which a lot no, of people no, had No, no, those were the wings. On. Those were the actual wings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it does look like the whole table's glowing and that we are all going to die. Um, unfortunately, we made it out alive. Uh Sorry, and uh, it was they were good though. But but yeah. not before that. The the best part of the show to me was uh, Jay connected with a lifelong dream of going to a strip club in the Valley in California. Which actually, Jim, tell us a little bit about the Valley. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, it is the porn capital of the world, and uh, with good reason because there's a hell of a lot of porn that's being I mean, that, shot that, there on a the, daily basis. The best porn talent. In the, on the globe yeah. comes to California yeah. and in the a, valley. There's a lot of strip clubs out there. And, uh, you know, in L.A., there's a lot of bands, a lot of musicians, a lot of rehearsal studios out there. So, uh, you know, you, you kind of have a very rock and roll clientele at a lot of the strip clubs out here in the Los Angeles area. And, uh, you know, you get all types there. There's some... Obviously, it sounds to me like Jay might have ran into a couple of CD characters oh. along the way. He was in. Uh, he was actually in Van Nuys. So <laughs> yeah, to give some people some perspective, the Valley is a big place. Everything yeah. in LA is so spread out. But you have Van Nuys. What are some other good strip club towns? Uh, you know, in the Valley, you got North Hollywood. You got Van Nuys. You got Canoga Park. You know, you have uh, all sorts of. Uh, you got Reseda. Where it really oh, gets yeah. interesting out there, and it's uh, real. and uh, in any event, you know, um, in in uh, the case of the place that Jay went to, 
it's it's kind of in this very sort of industrial park area, and there's a bunch of strip clubs out there, as well as your Home Depots and your Oshes and your concrete um, sand pit places where uh, you want. Well, they just they they blend the strip clubs into <laughs> where everybody where everything else in the, in the area. Right. It needs to be right. said that Julie Binks, Julie Stewart Binks, uh, Fox Soccer Daily host, obviously she came down here uh, as did Jay and Dan from Canada. I have tried repeatedly to get Julie on the podcast. A lot of people have asked, "Where's Binksy? Where's Binksy?" I keep asking her like four times now. She's absolutely blown us off. Like we're getting big timed. By Julie Stewart Banks. Yeah. No, she she told me she wants to do it. It's yeah, just her schedule. She, she works like sixteen no, hour I don't days. Care. It's excuses. <laughs> That's tough. Actually, Pat, speak louder see, this than is it. This is why people have a hard time with you because you're so tough. Hey. You're just a Banks is blowing us you off. Snap, you crack the whip. Yeah, well, late okay. happens. We're going to have to have a... That's the uh, Pittsburgh coming out of you. Wow. We're going to have to have a field trip to one of these establishments. Yeah, all of us oh, yeah. here. And, want to see uh, how you do it. Well, anyway, and so do it up rock and roll style. Well, so you've obviously been been there. Uh, it I was a job requirement a for yeah, me with a lot of the it's bands. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was where you went. You finished up in the studio, and it's like next stop strip club, hang out, decompress. You know, sure. it's like recess. Uh, yeah, uh, it basically. Is. All right, you know, well, you're waiting to get some overdubs done or something like that. Like you got to pass the time. In in, uh, in Hollywood, we used to uh, work at A uh, and M Studios a lot over there, um, right on La Brea. It's now owned by Henson, you know, the Muppets. And right across the street, there's a, a great strip club across the street, Crazy Girls. <laughs> and on a regular basis, it would be like okay. Lunchtime, crazy girls, then back to work, you know. It's a good way to spend the day. A sandwich and some ass in your face. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. I, I, I didn't eat the food at any of these places. <laughs> I'd trust it. Uh, health standards in L.A. are so high. Yeah, it's tough to say. Let's play the clip. Yeah let's, yeah, let's let's play the clip. Anyways, this was Jay going to his first strip club in the valley. <laughs> okay, before we get to that, I'm going to tell the strip club story. So this past Thursday, LA Weekly, and I think Jim will appreciate this, LA Weekly put out the top 10 strip clubs in the Los Angeles area. I do appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and at number three was the Seventh Veil on Sunset. And I always wondered that lyric in Girls, 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 Raisin Hell at the Seventh Veil, and I never understood it. And there you go. It's all, it is, yeah. it's all explained to me. I was very delighted by that. So Joanna, our uh, makeup artist. Jojo. Uh, Jojo. Beautiful. And she was like, uh, you know, you should really head out and go to one of those strip clubs this weekend. So I said, of course I should, because Ben, our director, was in town. And I thought, what a no better place to take him. So I did a little research. Does he know he's being mentioned? Oh, yeah. Okay. So did a little research and found out that adult film star Christina Rose was dancing at the Van Nuys Spearmint Rhino, which did not make the top ten. <laughs> this was not on the top ten list. Welcome of to the hiccups. Yeah, so, you know, that is in, for those who don't know, that is in the San Fernando Valley, the epicenter and home to all things pornography in the United States of America. Correct, Jim? Would I be correct Oh, it's that? the porn capital of the world for sure. <laughs> uh, so, so I was kind of excited. I'm like, this is what better L.A. Experience. You, you go to the strip club in the valley to see a porn star. How long's the drive? Ben, out there? 
Well, this is the thing. So with Ben, and then we brought, and then Julie Stewart Banks, who works with us uh, here at Fox as an anchor. Uh, she was at CTV Regina before she came here. Banksy, we'll call her from now on. She uh, she came along with us. So the three of us head up there. It's like half an hour maybe to get from downtown to Van Nuys, right? Right. We get up there. Um, we arrive in the valley, and just as we exit the 101 to to get into the valley, uh, Binksy says, you know what the valley reminds me of? It reminds me of Regina. You're going to love this song, Jim. This is a classic. Get some wings. Regina. So we finally make our way to the strip club, and here's the thing I forgot, Jim, about strip clubs in the United States, and maybe I, I, it's not the same in Vegas for some reason, but if you take off all the clothes, you can't drink in the strip club. Right. If you take technically panties, yes. Right. Technically, exactly. <laughs> technically yes. So they were adhering to these rules at the Van Nuys Spirit yes, Rhino that yes. night. So I dragged these two all the way but up that's, there. That's not every state. Every no. state's different. Right. Right. Yeah. But. Apparently, the Van Nuys Spearmint Rhino was adhering to these rules. So I dragged these two poor bastards all the way up and were stone cold sober <laughs> for the next three hours. And like a strip club with no drinking is maybe the most depressing place on the planet it's Earth. Horrible. So you just get yeah. a round of pops. So you get a round of pops and, and you get to see Bush. I mean, that's the your award for getting a round of pops. Or lack thereof. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. So we get there, and Christina Rose is in the back signing merchandise. She had uh, she had uh, plastic, and she had eight by tens of herself, and she was signing all these things for her, for her fans. And uh, so, what is the lineup? Look well, like this is the thing. People. So we get in. So I'm thinking, you know, she's a pretty well-known adult film star. She's going to, you know, it's going to be packed. That's one why I wanted to go there. I thought this would be great. It'll be packed with people and it'll be fun. It was maybe a third full. And again, everyone is stone cold sober. Yeah. It was pretty depressing. So what are we looking at? 50 people? Um, yeah, maybe including the strippers. And if no alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so, so finally, Christine, you know, all these other girls are up dancing and we're sitting right on perverts row, the three of us, because why not? There's not hardly anyone in there. Finally, Christina comes out and the, I mean, the seas part and, and she walks out, it's dry ice and the beats start playing and out comes Christina. And, uh. I gotta say, she was really good. She was very entertaining. She really entertained the crowd. But across the stage, there was this guy who was bugging me. And he had come by himself, and he looked a little bit, not a little bit, a lot, like Globe and Mail hockey writer Eric Duhachik. Now, I then associated him with Eric Duhachik. I decided that Eric Duhachik had come down here just to undermine my trip to the Van Nuys Spearmint Rhino. And wouldn't you know it, Christina was paying way more attention to him than oh, she no. was to us. Oh, because no. I think she saw Binksy with us. 
and assumed that she was either my wife or girlfriend or whatever and didn't want to give us too much attention. So she's hanging around the hot chick. She's wrapping her legs around him. She's nuzzling her bum in his face. Come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> it was a great, wonderful experience, but I was a little jealous, I have to be honest with you. So then again, the, she gets off stage. She's done a wonderful job. And the stage is littered with $1 bills, right? It's the thing in, in America. You, you throw the ones. You make it rain on the girls. So there's like a sea of ones on the stage. And her handler goes to pick them up after she leaves the stage. And this is a guy who's maybe 60 years old and looks a little bit like Just Shoot Me star George Siegel. Okay? Could be her dad. I don't know. It's none of my business. It might have been her pop. He comes out with like a canvas bag. And instead of like... Did it have a money symbol on it? <laughs> and, instead of, and instead of like having a broom to sweep up the dollar bills, he used the bag to sweep them up, slowly gathering them into little piles in the most excruciating exercise I'd ever seen in my life. Like, you could just grab them all quicker, but no, he was just slowly moving the bag and gathering them in piles. So finally, she heads to the back again, and Binksy and Ben are like, you know, you gotta go. You gotta go meet her and get a picture. So I'm like, alright. So I go back, and we chat. She's super nice, very sweet. <laughs> and I say thanks, and, uh, you know, leave. I didn't buy an asshole. But... Did you have the picture with you? Well, this is the thing. So I, 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 I <laughs> we're getting a lot of this. This is the. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> so then I leave. I'm thinking, boy, I had a really nice experience. And I look back, and it's Eric Duhachik, and he's brought her like a present, like a dress, and she's like, <laughs> in like a bag with like a gift bag, and he breaks it up to her, and she opens it. And she's like, oh, thank you. And so Duhachik undermines me again. And well, then we you didn't bring anything. Exactly. I'm not a total pervert. I'm not going <laughs> to bring hi. a porn star address to a strip club. I haven't fallen into that <laughs> depth. But if it's 18, is it 18 and under when there's no alcohol? So is it all 18, 19-year-olds? What? When there's no a alcohol. A 18 in the strip and over. Club. Not, not 18 and under. <laughs> 18 and over. It's a way different place. <laughs> no, no I, I think there was all different ages of strippers, you mean? <laughs> I'm oh, sure they're all different ages. Clientele. No, it was all over the place. I mean, it was it, nobody could drink. You couldn't drink in there. Right. Period. So I would think that would bring under 21 year olds. I'm so confused. He was wondering if there was like 18, 19 year. Old. I don't even know why I asked the question. Because there's there? no alcohol. It's not even relevant to the oh, story. Oh, you mean like under like an underage concert? Right. I have. I wouldn't know. I. I would know. I can't guess the age of these. Now assholes. I'm terrified that Mike's <laughs> going to do our Justin Timberlake interview. Yeah, that's true. You are going to interview Justin Timberlake for us. I'm, I'm way prepared worried. for that. Um, no, it was. I'm not going to talk about strip clubs. Or it was. It was a. It was a wonderful experience in the valley. But uh, now, and now, I felt bad because I actually direct messaged Eric Duhachik himself and said, just to let you know, I'm going to be telling a story about a, a man at a strip club that I thought looked exactly like you. Hopefully, you don't get inundated on Twitter. Hey, so. Listening to this podcast, don't do that to him. Now they will for sure. And what, did, what did he say? That's fine. He hasn't responded. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I also feel bad. <laughs> I didn't listen to that song the whole way through. <laughs> I love it. I, just, I loved it. The first <laughs> one. that was the best. I asked you for stripper music. And that, can we play I, it again? I said I don't have any. <laughs> that was the worst. Stripper music ever. <laughs> That's what I asked you for, stripper music. I, I, I didn't, I thought there might have been something funny enough, but then I was like, I listened like the first like five seconds of this. I was like, oh, it'll be over the top, just it. romantically. No, no it's, it's very sweet. Just, 
terrible. Uh, it, it's kind of like when the stripper leaves the Midwest and is on the bus <laughs> heading, yeah, heading this to This is LA. Like, like in the Poison like, Fallen Angel video. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> when that music plays. Did you see it? When they're on the bus on the way out and they're <laughs> contemplating, Do I, I'm going to make it big in L.A. Yeah. Or, or they say it's time for me to leave. It's time for me to leave oh the stripper game. Oh yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Right. It's like a scene in the parking lot from the movie The Wrestler. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Or uh, or uh, what's the the Def Leppard song? So the valley looks it's like tough. anywhere. It's not pour in some North sugar America. on me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the valley looks like anywhere in North America. Yeah, I'd say so. It's like very nondescript. Would like would yeah. you? Agree? I think that was her point about Regina. Like it just looks like. Suburbia, because it is. It is suburbia. Yeah, it's it, that where that particular club is is uh, very much like a big giant industrial park, right? Like for blocks and blocks and blocks. Right, you know. right. By yeah. the way, I want to. There's thank- a Costco right by there. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Maybe that's where she got all her. And an Osh. You could There's have, an Osh there. You could have got you know? ran to the Costco after you saw the guy give the gift and got a big like tub of beans or something. To yeah, just a, just a giant thing of mustard and just giving it to her. Yeah. Rusty! One of those uh, big pretzel things, the like tub of pretzels. Um, anything. Yeah. Can't get much realer than that. It's a life-changing experience. Going Jay should have got one of those ass molds from her. Yeah, yeah. Well, she did send him a picture, an autographed oh, picture. Go. That's true. Which That's we true. did show. It did actually have to get censored, and there's a whole thing about it. You say yes. ass mold? <laughs> An like ass that, mold. Yeah. Sounds like something you'd find in the valley. <laughs> she had those, right? Those, <laughs> yes. Those autographed ass molds. Yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so the other thing I think we all, we, we all are a big fan of is uh, the Jeremy Taggart phone calls. Taggart rules. He, is, he has a story for everything. Uh, I don't know how he survived some of these stories, um, as, as does Jim have some great stories. But oh, man. Um, he's awesome. We should Taggart set up like amazing. a bracket down the road of like a story competition where you get like 16 <laughs> Jim stories, 16 Taggart stories, set them up head to head and see what the, the uh, championship well, I, is. I, we we got to get together in person and hang. I think you know, Jim and Taggart great. should get together and make that. their own story. <laughs> That's the best of both worlds. Terrifying. I haven't even lived a cool enough life to listen to your stories, let alone to (laughs) have done anything through. Well, anyway, so each show, we have a a phone call from from Taggart up in Canada, and uh, no show is complete without a a call from Taggart up in Canada, and I think this was the best one. This is his story, his recollection of a night out, and he he brought a girl home, and he thought she was a 10, and... uh, she wasn't. She was a home. She was homeless. Uh, he gave her a home. Gave her a bath. She gave him a a good night. I think that was a fair trade. You be the judge of that. <laughs> and uh, I felt I met the one for me. And I said, and Grant kind of kept pulling me away. Said, hey, <laughs> I hey, know what's coming up. <laughs> hey man, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stop that, man. You gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. I'm like, what's the matter with you? And he's like, that girl, man, she's. She's disgusting. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, like, get lost. Just like, why would you want to mow my lawn like this? Quit harshing my buzz. Can't you meet somebody? <laughs> Can't you meet someone? <laughs> so any, anyway, I go back to my princess, and I decide, <laughs> would you like to go home with me? And we decide that's a great idea. So we go home, and Grant's with us. So it's, he's still the whole time like you. You're pulling at me and saying, you're crazy. This is a bad idea. Why are you doing it? can't wait till it turns out the woman's a caribou. 
Well, I kept thinking I kept thinking that he was just trying to harsh my vibe in a sense, you know. So we get to the house, and uh, she, as soon as we get to the house, she's like, "Can I, can I use the bathroom?" <laughs> and she goes to the the bathroom, and I'm like, "All Drops right." Drops a okay, huge sure. deuce. And all of a sudden, the the bath is running, the the tub is going, and then uh, I'm kind of laying down. At this point, it's like five in the morning, and I'm starting to come off of this stuff a little bit. And and I'm just sitting in the bed, and I I start hearing this like really loud rubbing, like like when when something really large is moving in the tub. Oh no! And and uh, all of a sudden, I'm just like feeling like I'm really together and kind of back to normal. And the girl's like, I'm done. And she comes out, and I swear to God, she's like. Uh, I don't know, like 240 pounds, five foot two, kind of looks like Mario Batali a little bit. Oh, that's attractive if you like <laughs> and, redheads. And, and, and the, and, and so I, I uh, was kind of freaking out and, and, and concerned, and I, I, I was getting what you call the e-blues when you're really <laughs> coming down. Coming so down again. Yeah, and, and it was really all hurtling upon me, and uh, I gave her cab fare to go home. It turns out she was homeless. Wow! Oh, <laughs> and and I kind of go back to the to the bathroom after she's gone, Take and I look care. in the tub, and there's like this big, thick black ring around the tub. Like oh, super dark. So she just she, all she wanted was just a nice cleanse. She just yeah. wanted a bath. Don't do e bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so she I, how, okay. Can I ask a question out of everyone here in the studio? How many of you thought he was going to say that she had a penis? I thought it was a guy. Definitely. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. have to put my hand. No, up. I knew exactly where that was headed. Oh, no, she was just not attractive whatsoever and dirty. I thought she was going to have literally orange Crocs. Literally orange dirty. Crocs, orange <laughs> like Batali. Like Mario Batali. <laughs> yeah, orange Crocs. So now, it was actually Batali. <laughs> so you can explain it to be a man. Was this was this girl ever dirty? No, literally, like, she was dirty. She was. Filthy. Yeah, like ca- caked with dirt, like dirt under oh, the eyes. You know? Was it dirt under the fingernails? Come on, it'll be fun. I was just in there for hours, man. I'm not a, a, uh, you did a terrible. You did a service, though. You got her back on her feet. She, yeah, she was bathed. You got her bathed. That's good. It's That's very something. odd, though, when you tell the cab driver, take her home. I have no home. <laughs> take her in a cab to nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I guess, yeah. Just drive around. It was a service level, in a sense. I can appreciate that, but boy, what a, what a night. Well, just, <laughs> well, just, oh, what a night. Just another time in which, uh, in, you, in which you advise people not to do drugs, Tagger. You know, ecstasy will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, blame it on the ex. Yeah. Gets well, them every time. Yeah, I, I, uh, I knew, uh, a guitar player that used to keep his ex in a Tic Tac container, and he'd always be offering people Tic Tacs. Get in trouble. Well, that, that sounds guy. illegal. Yes. <laughs> We've all been there. Have we? Yeah. No, have we? Anyhow. Uh, okay, so obviously Taggart is one of our favorite parts of the show. Another thing that kind of evolved when, I think it was from the first show we were looking to decorate the room. We had that, that closet, with, which just, Blank wall. I keep calling the closet the VO booth, but we had the booth and it, it were just blank walls, and we really had like a day's prep notice, and we didn't really have any, anything in the way of props or any any kind of decorations for the wall. So I had the idea of you know I think we got to pay off pay off our our love for Canada and give them a tribute every show. So the idea of the 
the Canadian Wall of Fame or the Wall of Canada um, kind of evolved from there. And our first inductee was the great Alan Thick. Yeah, everybody loves him. And yeah. uh, you know, each week we've had one. And how how the how it all comes about? We either we either kick one around that we all kind of say, "Hey, this guy was great," or or gal. Cause I think Pamela Anderson's our only female so far. Yeah, yeah we got to get a few more. Yeah, we got to build on that one. Well, or, and there's so many pretty men coming out of Canada. Why would you ever <laughs> hang a woman in a room? It's full not just dudes. looks, though. It's talent. There are a lot of talented men coming out of Canada. You know, obviously the great one, Wayne Gretzky, who you that said you do them. <laughs> Look. How could you not? He's adorable. Yeah, I mean, again, no offense, oh great one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we'll get suggestions from Twitter, or I think Dan's brother actually nominated Stomp and Tom Connors, who I didn't know a whole lot about. Um, but there, there's tons of guys that that come to mind. And, I think and Ted would do the great one. Ted would. Ted, Ted would do the whole wall. Yeah. <laughs> I know he would. Literally, just the wall itself. Wouldn't you, Ted? You'd do the wall. <laughs> Uh, yes, anyhow, would. so uh, so a special moment. We had actually a – we figured this would happen. We'd have a Canadian uh, in here to induct themselves oh. in, into the wall of Canadians. So uh, Jay and Dan were out in L.A., and they uh, somehow ran into Jason Priestley, uh, the great Jason Priestley from 90210, among other mm-hmm. things. And uh, he came in here as a guest, and we said, you know what? He's going to do it. He's going to induct himself into the wall of, of Canada. And uh, sure enough, he did that. As you see, we had a very, Signed it. very elaborate setup for the reveal, yes. which you'll see when the clip plays. I, but, I mean, uh, all these pictures are just the highest quality. They're, they're basically a print that we laminate. I think we left the laminator machine running when he... <laughs> well, we were waiting. We were just like hot off the presses. Let's That's get it up right. on the wall. But also, That's we're gonna right. we're gonna have this whole wall filled with famous and and great Canadians. Um, so we'll take some suggestions. We'll have some of our own that we have in mind, and uh, it'll grow. Holding my hand. See, Ted wants to hold my again. Hand. Let's uh let's play the clip. <laughs> Jason Priestley, in in house inducting himself into the Canadian Wall of Heater in your armpit. Um, before we uh. Get into discussions here. Heater in your armpit. You'll see here. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're watching the podcast, or I can describe to you that uh, we have a new entry on the Canadian Wall of Fame, Darn but right. it is right now shrouded by a cloth. And by a, a picture of producer Tim. By yeah. a, yes, a question mark. <laughs> and and when, when you say cloth, you mean a piece of paper towel. Yes. And there's a good High reason for production that. production value. Because... The honorary Canadian that is joining today's Canadian Wall of Fame is going to be present on the podcast to induct himself into the Canadian Wall of Fame and sign the picture. It's very exciting. Oh, it's going to be good. And we met him last week. Yeah. Uh, We're going to tell the whole story. But uh, good Canadian boy, very successful, had a huge show in the 90s. you, You think of, like... Top-notch Canadian celebrities that ruled the world at one point. Right, absolutely. He this, had, the world was his oyster, just this. like Engineer Jim. And now he can do whatever the hell he wants. Just like Engineer Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh. Well, listen, I think it's time to uh, reveal the uh, the newest member of the Canadian Wall of Fame. Uh, yeah. Jason, I don't know if, if you if Can you, you do the unveiling, honest. please? Uh, uh, this sure, is right yeah. It's very Let's sophisticated. See. 
It's me. <laughs> Just a, a very new picture we got of you. Yeah, fantastic. We got. Well, you've got you've got new pictures of everyone. Like that. Like that's, that's obviously a brand new picture of Pam Anderson. It absolutely is. A brand new picture of Alan Thick. <laughs> that's thick. Just yesterday. And a brand new picture of William Shatner. Uh, Rush, a brand, just fresh a out brand of the studio new picture yesterday. Of Rush, yes. Uh, <laughs> These are all everybody in their prime. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yes. Obviously, a brand new picture. Can you uh, be uh, the yes. first to sign their photo? Yeah. Uh, how would you? How old would you be in that picture there? Uh, I was. Uh, I was probably a. a Twenty years old. Wow, fresh faced, twenty one, ready to 21? tackle the world. You just, oh, you yes. just passed your, uh, before, your driving before, test before Hollywood had jaded me, and <laughs> you just passed I'd your bitter. driving test. You yes. got all the questions right. Yeah, scored a hundred percent on my driver's test. Not at the age of twenty one. Of course I did. Some oh. guy tried to get handsy with you as you drove stick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just want go. me. To, you just want me. You just want me to sign this guy. Yeah, oh, man. yeah that'd be here, great. Look at this. There we go. Look at oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. That. Shelly, we'd ask you to be on there, but uh, sorry. Two, right. two years of Moose Jaw doesn't qualify. You know what? That might. <laughs> yeah. Why that not? Might. That might qualify, actually. Yeah, Jason Priestley. He was. Uh, he was just such a nice guy. He was yeah, huge. He, he was, was such a huge guy. star when when nine hundred two one zero was out. He was. Women everywhere, and I don't know if you got women everywhere, but women everywhere <laughs> loved him, and uh, you know. People grew up with Jason Priestley. Yeah. And he couldn't have been cooler. Couldn't have what been a good-looking guy, too. Like, in person, I was like, wow, that guy's still good-looking. Hope I age that well. I That's won't. like his Wayne Gretzky. Team. You know, down the street from my house is a house that they shot 90210. I wish you would have ended the story right there. <laughs> down the street from my house, you may be surprised to know, is another house. <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> live in a great neighborhood, Jim. Um, yeah, anyhow, yeah, it's all right. Full of houses. Uh, moving on, moving on. So we have uh, show episode nine. We have the the a few clips here. Um, Dan actually it seems like every week Dan is out exploring California. He gets to the beaches. He gets places with his families on boats. And yeah. uh, this week he actually he took the family to to Disneyland, which yeah, really you have to do if you live in Southern California. It's great, very historic, and you know perfect for a family. Small Absolutely. world ride. Yeah, fake Mountain. castles, adults dressed up as animals, wearing crowns. And and as we found out that there's just like an under, and I, I knew about this through a friend of mine, there's an un, underground Disney where the characters hang out and The seedy underbelly like it's, it's literally underground, but it also should be referred to as underground Disney. <laughs> underground <laughs> Disney. I think that'd be a great ride in itself. <laughs> Sounds like something that should be in the valley. Uh, yeah, exactly. The seedy underbelly of Disney. That'd be a great show, strip club show. Like uh, all the princesses out there, <laughs> Jasmine and Ariel with the fish legs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this is when Dan uh, took the family to Disney, and we found out all about Disney. No, oh. I gave I gave Pluto a hug. He smelled clean. Yeah, they must have a billion of those suits because otherwise it's oh, yeah. just it must reek. No, because that would shatter a kid's uh, image of uh, Disney if it was the, the guy was like stinky. So I think they're that's true. They're like, okay, no, we got we got to have clean Febreze here. Well, it's like I told you when I went there with my girlfriend a couple of months ago, and the, one of the horses pooped right on Main Street USA, and I've never <laughs> seen two guys clean up poop oh, that yeah. fast in my life. Maybe they spray the entire outside of the costume with poopery. 
So the, <laughs> the inside is just hell's inferno. Forms a barrier. Mickey's got it made, though, because he gets to hang out in his house. That's right. Air conditioning, and they probably go like 20 Mickeys. Okay, you're on for an hour. Okay, and another yeah. guy comes in. Yeah. Just got it made. Uh, and then I um, met the princesses. I thought it'd be hit or miss if you run into like the princesses or the characters around the park, but they're everywhere. And uh, then I thought about it. Of course, they want people to see them because that's the main reason why a lot of people are there. Yeah, of course. Ever think... I think those princesses and those mascots have sex. Like, do you think Come on, it'll be fun. Do you think it's like uh, at the Olympics, you know, in the Olympic Village? Well, what I heard, they live in like a dorm there. Yeah, and they're cast members. Oh, really? They live in a dorm? I think a lot of them, they live yeah, in I had like a, buddy a, that worked a for Disney, Disney dorm. Yeah, yeah, in Florida. And it's just a massive orgy, right? Definitely. He said, actually, in the park, like, they have that underground Disney where they all hang out, like, they take their breaks, and you'll just see, like... Snow White making out with Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Goofy, he's in the Goofy costume, but the helmet's off, and they're just going at <laughs> it. Just go to town. I love it. And that's how people become furries. That's why it's the <laughs> happiest place on earth. That's right. And exactly. I was, and I said to my why, wife, I said, know. all the sex. I wonder, guys probably date the princesses so they can say, yeah, I'm dating yeah, Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty. White. I'm banging Ariel I'm from having Little Mermaid. Uh, so met them and I was. Who, who are, we? are there kids here? Why are you shushing me? <laughs> Why? What do the princesses make? Oh, how much money do they make? Babies. Do, do you know how oh, much they make? I don't. I don't know. Do you want to become a princess? Yeah. Is that why you're? No, asking? I'm just saying it's. You just it might be a good gig, like here in Hollywood. You know, you're working like that swinger. Yeah, They've but got the got same a, thing yeah. over and over. Oh yeah, but the, they're all actors. But it's steady surely, work, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Snow White came by, and after she left, I said to my wife, I'm like, what was that? Because she's like, oh, hello. Oh, she had to do the voice? Snow White voice. <laughs> See, I'm that's like, the problem. Like, oh if, you're, if you're goofy or, or mini, you don't have to talk. But yeah, you're right. If you're one of the princesses, you have to try to imitate the voice. Yeah. And uh, then I had a discussion. I didn't see Pocahontas, and then people said, well, she's not a princess. Is she? Yeah, but that's, that's true. She should be there. Yeah. yeah I don't think that's she was racism. a princess. That's racist. Native Americans didn't have kings and queens and princesses. Did you see uh, Wendy Thomas? <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs> oh, Come on, oh, me. I just remember something. So it was Halloween there. And uh, <laughs> so we were at the uh, Goofy's Cafe. So all the characters are like Chippendale. Not Chippendale dancers, but the actual Chippendale chip chipmunks. And then my, so my daughters are very excited. They're like, oh, okay, when are the princesses coming? Oh, is that Snow White? And I turned around. And again, it's Halloween, so a lot of people wear costumes. A three to 400-pound woman was in a Snow White costume. Aww. So she turned around. I'm like, I think that, that might be her helper. But she, I just turn around. This lady's like, mm. I'm like, please, I'm not to offend her, but I hope that's not Snow White. It wasn't. Oh. She was just trying to fulfill some dreams. There was a, and it was gay days, so there was a. <laughs> well, that was a weird segue by you. Um, I did well, she, was with, she was with her female friend. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Now I understand. Former Disney princess uh, did an AMA on Reddit last year. Oh, uh, said oh okay. She like uh, made the, the wages started out around thirteen fifty an hour and topped out around sixteen, but that was an hour ago. So and they don't get tips. You don't tip a princess. I don't think they would be allowed to take <laughs> oh, dollars. You know, <laughs> great benefits. Disney though. care. Good job, Mickey. <laughs> Shake his hand. <laughs> slip a few bucks in his glove that uh, he's wearing so, all the time. Oh, and uh, Pocahontas is the daughter of a Paramount chief, or was the daughter of a Paramount chief? Like Paramount Pictures. Mm, Paramount of the tribe. <laughs> I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. Uh, so tip if you go to Disney in uh, California. 
Go to California Adventureland. Go on gay days. First thing in the morning on the Saturday, no one's there. You go on all the rides right away. There you go. There's your tip. Um, okay. And uh, that you were right. They were pumping uh, smells into the air when you first enter. Oh, yeah. It smells, it smells great. Delicious. Yeah, it's, it's fun there. Disneyland's fun. Uh, I spent And you can walk around with a beer uh, there. Yeah, but you can walk around with a beer anywhere in America. That's in America, crazy. I know, but if you try to have one anywhere in Canada, you have to, no, sit over here oh, with the that's smokers. True. Oh, totally, yeah. That's yeah. why it's the happiest place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's loaded. <laughs> well, it, I mean, a lot of those characters have to be baked, right? Like, a lot of them have to have, have smoked a little ganj. Oh, yeah, that'd make the job a lot that easier. That would make it so much fun. But uh, Goofy kept trying to steal my daughter's uh, stuffed animal, so she was like, ah, here comes Goofy! <laughs> Every time he'd be like, ah. So now she hates Goofy. And then uh, Chip was a bit uh, hands-on. Handsy? With my wife. He was like handsy? putting her headlock and stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, you got to entertain well, mis- yourself somehow. They're mischievous chipmunks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Disney, I'm, I'm never going to look at it the same way. It's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> you said it. You're right. You're right. Great company, great place. Go visit. We can't. We can't say all bad things. It's no. Nice huh? yeah. Um. But so so, Dan had some family time. I think that's where we were at in the show. And then, uh, Jay had some time as well, and he had stories of his own. And I think when he got into this, it was just like, this is just way too much information. It's too too good to be true. It's very honest, and uh, I also think we can all relate to it. There's just, I mean, you're you're home alone. You have some time. Let me just revisit. Uh, Knowing what we're talking about and how long Jay talked about it for, and you just said that was too good to be true. (laughs) It's like the best part of your life thus far. Honesty, (laughs) honesty is too good to be true. There's no way he made that up. Is my point. That's a good save on your part. Did I like? What do you think? I wanted to be like a fly on the wall. I feel like that's what you're implying. No. Uh, not at all. For the record, not at all. Um, yeah, anyhow, record, maybe a little bit. I no, I, if I wanted to be a fly on the wall, I would. Now that's just getting. Your, I would so like I'd just carry around a yeah, thing of Tic Tacs with um, ecstasy in it. Any, <laughs> roofies actually are the way to go. Well, that so, is illegal. Way more, yes. way more tactful. So anyway, so uh, Jay was home alone and uh, found out what to do with the spare time. Here we go. Got a girlfriend in Canada. Uh, so, uh, so I spent the whole uh, weekend masturbating all over my house. I saw, it, I saw, I showed you the picture of that sign. I saw it on the chive. It, uh, someone said, you know, you've reached maturity when you're home alone and don't just masturbate. No, but so I clearly have not reached that point. <laughs> but I spoke to an unnamed Fox executive about this who has a family. And his family left for like three weeks. Yeah, Mike is loving this conversation. Oh, yeah. And and he has a family, and and he you know his family left for three weeks. He's like, it's great. You can masturbate all over the house. It's great. <laughs> what are you just like making cereal? And- yeah, just jerk off. Play ball. Because <laughs> then you know you're not confined to where, wherever. Well, you must have had to stop uh, at some point because producer Tim came over to watch hockey. Nope, just whipped it out. Why not? Eh? <laughs> so as I was saying, he I think Jay just did what any of us any of us would do. I'd try and go on a date. But he has a girlfriend. Fiance, I don't. Now wife. That's why I would try to go on a date, because I wouldn't be... I think you just still want to... Pat needs a girlfriend. What? He didn't have that's, Ted, that's though. It. Ted wasn't with him. And I think that's that's kind of sad, because Ted would have loved to have been a part of each and every one of those. 
I'm yeah. never gonna look at this thing the same. The movie I don't think the same. We've looked at Ted the same since that happened. I I really this is the like first time I've actually incident. looked at Ted. I don't. You know. Dead eyes. It's a bear with dead eyes. He has seen some things. He's seen some things. He's just got that straight right. mouth. That's right. But I am so glad that we brought him in. Yeah. See. You know. No He's part like, of us. Check out my He's ass. One of us. There it is. That is a, <laughs> Ted's ass. That is a stuffed animal bear butt. It's <laughs> only the best here. Yep. Yep. Okay, uh, guys. Uh, last Ted, clip here. We let's love go. You, let's, buddy. Make, let's, let's move this along. Um, so, so show nine. Um, we actually we made it a really long one, and we cut it into two because Jay and Dan were out for two weeks. Um, so show nine became show nine one, and then nine two, which we called episode ten. So uh, I think. In that show, we got really what happened. This was bringing together everything that's so great about about Jay and Dan in, in the podcast. But we had a call from Taggart. He went to Vegas uh, and he was talking about Creed. So <laughs> yeah. Pat got a picture of Creed uh, on the spot, awesome. yeah. and then a Creed sing along uh, broke out, and, and and just kind of how much they suck. We all agreed on that. Uh, Hey, any chance that we have to get some hot dudes with their shirts off on the podcast, you really kind of have to. How, how far off the rails Scott Stapp seemed to go, you know. I think, yeah, did we, like, want that to happen? So many people don't like Creed, and then I think they kind of rooted for their demise. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, You never want to see anybody crash and burn like that, but, you know, to... Man, that guy went left. Yeah, <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Anyways, this was the the whole Creed um, ensemble of the show. Check it out. I gambled too much. I remember one time losing like forty five hundred dollars in a weekend, just thanks to Creed backing out of the shows. <laughs> we had to stay around for four days. Creed. Creed. Dude back play blackjack all day. Who? What's Scott, Scott Stapp? Stapp being all banged up. What was what was Stapp. Creed's big song? With arms wide open. Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah. higher. Yeah, they higher. were so big. Yeah, they were monstrously huge. They were the soundtrack of Tiger Woods' career. <laughs> <laughs> Engineer Jim liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> they were. All their hits, and he was like winning every time they were yeah. having a hit. With arms wide open. I, I can almost swear that was the theme of his his uh, 2000 year. Tiger is the master <laughs> champ. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping with a thousand women. Oh, there's a Waffle House waitress. Tiger's banging her in a Motel 6 with arms wide open. <laughs> Make sure you don't wear your tampon. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> song there. Get the uh, tampon out. <laughs> Let me pull the string now. Don't you remember the Vanity Fair article guy? Uh, yeah. I really have to take it out. This way, guys, Creed was nominated for a Grammy for that song. As they, they should have Tiger been. Jam. And year. they won Best Rock Song. They won a Grammy for that. There you go. Oh, my. And then Scott Stapp sold it for crack. Oh, that guy. So weren't they kind of a Christian band? And then he, he, but it was secretly that he was just going nuts with the drugs, right? And then he just he was, fell apart. Uh, that guy's like a wrecking ball, full blown. 
Wow. Yeah. He's like a reinventing the wheel of how banged up you can get. Did you ever see that po- the poker show? Him on that poker at night with those celebrities. Look that up on YouTube. You did that? <laughs> Is he just destroyed in it? Oh, you have to see it. Yeah. Stop. Oh, my God. Sorry, I was blowing my nose. What happened to Stapp? Uh, he, he, we got to find He's him. all banged up playing <laughs> poker, and the guy from the Sopranos is Jeremy, working can you, him up. <laughs> we just got to... Patrick just brought up a picture of Creed shirtless. All the entire band is shirtless. <laughs> okay, guys. Shirts off. Uh, are you guys sure? I didn't really do any push-ups today. Shirts yeah. and skins. No, we're I in. We're skins. Last night. I'm going to stand in the back. <laughs> Dagger, did you guys, did Rain ever say it, do that, try to pull that with you guys? All right, guys, shirts off. <laughs> I don't know, man. We never got to that level. <laughs> so, yeah, Creed, there you have it. About all I have to say about Those that. Shirtless just photos, a, genius. That's genius. Like just life of a of a band. I love how Taggart said, you know, uh, like those guys never got that far. You know what I mean? Like that's when things are so over the top. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, his band is so great. They they've done so many great records, great songs. They have such a great following. You're talking about Our Lady Peace. And I'm talking right. about Our Lady Peace, yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> some sometimes, you know, you might have management or a record company or something, and they're like, man, you guys are on top of the world. This is the next thing you need to do, you know, take your shirts off, you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, God, you know? Can't Nobody to, needs that. I can't wait till we get to that point with yeah. Jay and Dan. Like, <laughs> guys, we got 100,000 views on the last podcast. Yeah. Shirts off, Let's fellas. Let's do a shirtless podcast. That's hot. You guys will see my nipple rings then. hey <laughs> here we go. Learn something new every day. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Jim, you've done it once again. You stole the show. Uh, let's, let's, talk about the, the, let's talk about story time with Jim. Can we talk about the picture on the monitor right now? Yeah, that, that kind of sums it up. Uh, yeah, that's me. Judgy yeah. face much over there, Mike? Like, what the <laughs> hell? It was, it was an envious face. What the face. hell is this guy talking about? Um, oh, who knows? And you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, me. so I think this was Nine a story. Nine times out of ten, I'm always moving my arms, my hands. <laughs> I think this happened. This was a story that came from a story that came from a story. Because usually, like, where you start, Jay and Dan will react to that, and then they'll just have... Great questions that yeah, open up yeah. another another <laughs> Pandora's box, I guess, if of of rock and, and life on the tour kind of stories. So um, I think you were coming off telling us about a, a boy a show in Boise. Oh yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And then um, Dan wanted to know about groupies and how how things work when a, a boyfriend brings his oh, girl to yeah, a show yeah. and they want to get backstage and. Well, you've seen it. You've seen it happen. <laughs> Many times. It's a sad tale. It's a sad story. <laughs> it's rock and roll. Weirdest no, thing. Remember. You must see some just crazy people backstage, like, trying anything and everything to get the, the artist's attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, back in the days when Guns was torn and stuff like that. It was just <laughs> ridiculous stuff. Like, girls people would be, would like, do. ripping their tops off just to, like, hey, look. Yeah, yeah. At one point, they used to have um, 
you know, like the big diamond vision cameras, you know, set up, you know, so when the band's playing, you could see the guys on stage, you know, and before the show, they would, the band would go on so late, you know, they would uh, have the guys with the cameras out there just scanning people in the audience yeah. while, you know, we're playing like ACDC's Back in Black or whatever, you know, and everyone's right. getting amped for the show. And, you know, girls would just start flashing the cameras up on the big screens and, you know, girls would want to try to outdo one another. And the next thing you know, it would just, it would get out of hand. And it was like that <laughs> every city, it was great. It was like the show before the show, yeah. you know, yeah. the real and, opening uh, act. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I always want to know if there's a conversation had by, so the, the, the boyfriend of the husband's got the girlfriend on the shoulders. Yeah. Wonder if she says, okay, I'm going to do it. Or if, or if they, she just does it and he doesn't even have a clue. Or, yeah. Uh, I well, I think it depends. And I think. If, and of course, he's like, yeah, yeah do, do it. it. Show those. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, I was backstage at like a Metallica show at uh, the Meadowlands, you know? And uh, uh, I was I was leaving. The band played, and they didn't hang around. They just bolted. So I was like, "Okay, we're out of here. We're leaving." And uh, we're walking through sort of the tunnels to get out of there. And uh, this this guy standing outside in the parking lot, and he's like, "Oh, dude, can I have your passes, man?" Oh, what's up? He goes, oh, man, my girlfriend's back in there, and, you know, and she's with the band, and I can't get back oh, there. No. You know, and it's like, oh, oh man, boy. just another one of those guys. <laughs> oh, that'd be you the know. worst. That'd be the worst oh, this, feeling. There's got to be a name for those guys. Oh, yeah. Punters. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend's oh, back there with the band. Oh, That's so when you just bad. go home. You, you know, just go home. And a lot, a lot of those gigs too, you know, they have this sort of like, you know, the backstage area where, you know, people can go, and then there's like the real backstage area, right? You know? Where where the yeah, because, where, where all the girlfriends are and the boyfriends the people, aren't. The people with the passes and stuff, there's a backstage area where you just get your photo taken with the band when they right. when and if they come out. Right, right. right but right. there's the other part where they hang in on the couches and just yeah, right. exactly. Are yeah. are those the seven? Worst words that any man could hear. My girlfriend's back there with the band. <laughs> I think so. You know, and you know the sad thing is the band wasn't even there. those guys already yeah, left. You know, and the girls are like back there. Look, they got to be here someplace. You so know? some roadie and, like yeah, yeah. James Hetfield. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Lars Ulrich. I totally am the drummer. Yeah, but right. you must you must have witnessed those deals. The band leaves, but they're like, okay, you guys can come back. There's free booze here, but yeah. they must know what they're what they're signing up for if they're coming back to drink the free booze when the band's gone. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, I love yeah. it. So that was it. That was like just some of the things we do that, yeah, that yeah. we like and um hopefully you liked it too. Uh if you're I'm, watching this you yeah, probably did like it. I'm sorry. I, I know you guys you you guys hate when when Mike and I talk, you hate when we interact. We just wanted, uh, obviously, Jay and Dan are still out of town. We didn't want you to have to go a week without having a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a good chance that a lot of you missed some of the beginning ones. So if you did hear anything you like there, again, like I said earlier, go back, check youtube.com backslash Jay and Dan po or backslash Fox Sports Live, the Fox Sports Live YouTube page. There's a playlist. All of the podcasts are on there. Uh, also, again, subscribe on iTunes. Like Americans, can some of you, can somebody below the border please start? 
paying more attention. It's good stuff. You guys are gonna they're they're gonna get on board. It's gonna be hilarious. Uh, the guys are great. Uh, follow Jay and Dan Pod on Twitter and uh, Fox Sports Live. Uh, it's basically just more behind the scenes content with Jay and Dan on a daily basis. Uh, get to know the guys around the office. Great stuff. Uh, we've been lucky to be a part of this. And again, I'm sorry that we talked and you had to listen to us. Yeah, I can. Do you mind if I just say one thing? I just, oh. yeah, no, we're we're <laughs> gotta wrap it but up, Jim. You so, want to hear Jim talk? I mean, uh, yeah, we can uh, shut I, up. All, I just all I wanted to say was, uh, you know, it's my favorite part of the week. I love hanging with you guys. Jay and Dan are just the best. Those guys are awesome. I love it. Uh, literally, it's my. I look forward to it every week. And as soon as we finish the first, you know, taping of that podcast. I can't wait till we get back together to do another one. I wish we could do one every day. It's so much fun. And uh, everybody's, it's such great chemistry and everybody's so much fun to be around. It's great bumping into you guys on the lot or seeing you at lunch and everything else. And, you know, running into to Jay and Dan when they're getting ready to go on FS Live. Really, uh, it's, it's like a big family here at Fox and it's great. Um, to to run into and meet you guys and you know have have this new group of friends and uh, I I really can't thank all of you enough for welcoming me as being part of it and uh, it's been just a thrill for me and I can't wait to just keep going with it. Well, so. this is your last podcast. Thank you. <laughs> We've got somebody else. That's... Yeah, it really really is I'm, a lot I'm of tearing fun. up right now. Uh, no, I mean seriously, it's, it's great. Emotional. Yeah. Um, we just got to get you to learn how to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ah! It's been years. Got him! There's a high That's how you high five. Zing! Yo. Nailed <laughs> we did it. We did it. Well, all right. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, plenty of plenty of great moments. Plenty more to come, obviously. Uh, and it's all because of Jay and Dan. They're great. Um, you guys are obviously aware of that, so... Uh, keep watching. We we can't wait to see what happens next. We'll we'll try to come up with some funny stuff. Hey, thanks. Thanks, thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.